Welcome to Front Range Facts. This is Anthony Meisner. And this is Jim Marion. We're here bringing you your Colorado update for the month of October. Yeah, we got our friends at uh, Showing Time just giving us some data here showing what you know the National Showing Index looks like versus the state level, or sorry, the regional Western level. And uh, you know we're we're not uh, performing as well as the rest of the nation is <laughs> when it comes to showings. It's a little slower here. A little slower. Yeah, little by slower. Uh, more than fifty percent. So that's fun. What about this one? Okay, so this is showing time. This one, they kind of put this out during the pandemic, you know, you know measure year over year or whatever. But what you can really see is showings are still trending seasonally. Mm -hmm. They're just not as many of them. But we started the year with less showings. Yeah. So it tracks like 2021. Our seasonality shows really well in here. You can see that basically if you got a house on the market, you've got all the way through about Halloween to get it sold. And you don't really have a huge slowdown until you get the cliff around the hall. Right. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, though, you know, Thanksgiving is always a really bad time. New Year's is a really bad time. And in between there, you actually see a pretty good spike in showing activity uh, remarkably. And, you know, it, it is also based upon what kind of product you have, you know, so like smaller right. condos, things like that are always year round. The, the more starter type of properties sure. always year round. Luxury, same you know, thing. Yeah. But then yeah. you have, you know, the other ones that are more focused on that kind of school year calendar or whatever else. And so it's a little bit different there, but we are tracking very well with 2021, which was a very low inventory year, just like we were facing right now. So I think that's part of why that pattern is such as it is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and this one's it, fun. Where'd you pick these up? Well, uh, you know, this was uh, by, uh, you know, Axios. I pulled this off of uh, some Redfin data that they had. And uh, what was remarkable to me was the share of homes that go off market within two weeks by Metro Division. And when you look at all the largest, you know, 50 marketplaces out there, we're number 14 as far as how quickly homes are moving off the market. 51%. Yeah, 51% wow. are off the market within two weeks. I think that's, again, just indicative of the fact that there is not a lot of inventory here. It's not about, you know, quantity of mm -hmm. buyers. It's about the quality. And the ones that are coming in the door are very, very aggressive. Yeah, they are. This one is amazing. So this is on tax data. Yeah. So this is just crazy. Well, we are yeah. absolutely in one of the lowest states for property, you know, taxes. For property taxes, right? I just didn't realize that you know, I kind of understand, right? We've seen our property tax bills, but look how high some of these states are. I did not realize three plus yeah. percent in some states. Well, you know, we, we've just gone through, you know, this uh, new tax cycle in Colorado every two years, every odd number year, we get reassessed for the tax man about what our properties value at. And, you know, a lot of us agents out there, we're trying to help our clients, you know, fight that during the assessment period to, to do appeals, right? And there is a lot of lamenting about, oh my God, how much of our property taxes go up on, you know, Facebook groups everywhere and stuff like that. But put it in perspective, everybody, we are right. really, really low compared to a lot of the marketplaces in the country. Right. And that's just going to bring more and more of that buyer demand, people coming from out of state mm -hmm. to Colorado, because it really is, even though the prices might be higher, it's still pretty affordable. As far as the tax bills, right? The tax bills are not bad, especially, yeah. you know, you go to other states where it's, you know, one, two thousand dollars a month you're paying in taxes. It's insane. Yeah. All right. What about this? So this is temporary buy downs. This means like if you're going to buy a house right now, use a two one buy down. It buys down interest rate for two, two points the first year and one point the second year. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of like what one of these products look like. Yeah. So it's a seller concession. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. know, and what I found remarkable about this was. Uh, if you look at uh, 1990 to today, as far as which states have appreciated the most, uh, Utah is number one, Colorado is number two. And coincidentally, we're also the two states using that buy down much more than others. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't understand why. You know, like we don't there, there's no rhyme or reason. Every state right now 
with an 8% or 7.8% interest rate, whatever it they is. Should absolutely all be using these. Every and honestly, in our local market, it was like 25% of loans had buyer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll cover that in the next episode too. Yeah, yeah but, it's bizarre. Yeah, our, you know, like we're Boulder County where the, the costs are higher, it's being used literally one out of four transactions right now. So to see it statewide at 6%, is super low, but then we look at it nationally, it's like, wow, we're doing pretty good with that. I mean, this is the number one tool in the quiver to really, you know, get buyers on board is help reduce the pain point of those high interest rates, use that concession. Right. All right. So take a look at this. This is state of Colorado data. I think one of the most important things to be looking at here is our new listing activity is down by like 10%, right? Those golden handcuffs that people have because they have a lower interest rate makes them not want to move because maybe they're not able to move. And that's really shrinking that supply of listings mm -hmm. coming to market. So I think that's probably the most important thing that's happening. The buyer shrink is obviously happening too, because the pennings in our contracts are down by 12 and a half percent or so, but largely also could be due to there's not as much inventory out there available. Well, and that's where that 21% drop in, you know, total sold, right? You look year to date at, you know, what the sales are and we're down basically in sold listings at 21% essentially statewide. Um, it, what's remarkable though, is anytime you see a 21% drop in volume, you'd think there'd be a drop in price of more, but you know, here we basically <laughs> have a median sale price that's only gone down 1.7%. So the, the prices have continued to be buffered by the right. fact that nobody is selling. The craziest part of this entire thing in Colorado is that the housing affordability index, 100 is like their baseline. Yeah, yeah. We're in the 40s now, right? I mean, this is brutal at this yeah, point. Yeah. And that's largely due to interest rates at this yeah. point in time. But um, the other thing here that I think was worth pointing out, the active units of inventory are down by about 15% this year. That's also pretty fascinating compared mm -hmm. to this time last year. All right, so let's look at townhouse condo. The only major differences in townhouse condo is new listing activity is really similar, maybe not year to date, but for the last month, we had some pretty good stuff, right? Things had already slowed down this time last year. We're starting to see that. And then look at the average and the median sales price here. Over the last year-over-year -year numbers from August to August, they were up like eight and a half, four and a half percent. People that are getting pushed into these townhouse condo products because you know interest rates are high, payments are high. These are doing remarkably better than the detached product. Well, you know, the 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 weird thing is, is you know, the sold listings overall, you know, year to date are down twenty two percent. And, you know, they, this is most likely people who are more sensitive to interest rates, but it, like Anthony was saying, there is the whole push down market where people were going for higher homes. And so they have to go to lower. You would think then that that would drive more sales of townhomes and condos because it's a broader market now that's looking to buy those, but it's being, I guess, negatively reinforced by the fact that there's a lot of people who now are being priced out period because of interest rates. Yeah. So look at the month supply of inventory here. We only have two months of inventory nationally. We're at about a 3.3 average here mm -hmm. in Colorado, 2.3 average. You know, we're substantially less inventory than most of the country. Yeah. All right. So what about pennings, Jim? Well, we got, uh, you know, less of, uh, you know, year to date, uh, you know, significant drop, you know, and that's, of course, then going to feed the sold data. Right. So that's where continued less demand of, you know, uh, you know, pennings under contracts is going to equal then 30, 60 days later, less, you know, in the way of sales. So it's not, you know, so surprising to see that, but it is a pretty significant drop over, you know, looking at it from past years. Yeah, and I think the one thing you want to compare this to is this is a good comparison slide, right? So we're feeling much more like a 2011 market, maybe mm -hmm. 2012 at 2012, best. Yeah, so yeah. it's very slow comparatively for our, our total transaction volumes. Yeah. But look at this. Average sales price doesn't seem to be trending in the same way, right? Correct. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's you know a lot of you know sales in the higher end where you know prices have gone up across the board and everything. And so I think that's really what's you know buffered that uh, you know average sale price to remain very high. I think so.
Um, if you look at percentage listed sale price, I think this one's a little deceptive though. You know, we talk about this quite a bit here at Land Title because our listed sale price is 99%, right? Yeah. And so we're seasonally right where we probably should be for a lot of these things. Correct. You know, yeah. for normal years. Yeah, yeah, yeah for normal years. But the big difference is all these concessions don't get factored into this, right? Correct. So there's so many concessions taking place that it keeps this a little off kilter, right? No, it's a good so point. I think we really need to remember that, you know, 40% of transactions last month that came into land title had some sort of concession attached yeah. to them. And since, you know, land title, uh, you know, really is about 50% market share, you know, right now, statewide, well, not statewide, but in the region, you know, that is, uh, you know, let's take it as the industry number essentially for right now. So 40% yeah, we're of confident with as much as we do, yeah. even statewide, that that's really where we're at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, days on market until sale. So this is like basically how fast is the market going, right? So when we talk about days on market, we talk about active to under contract time. It's 41 days right now, substantially different than the last couple of years. But look at where we are, you know, in historical perspective. It feels like about, you know, 2014, 2015, mm -hmm. something like that. And if you remember back that long ago, those were pretty good real estate markets, right? Yeah. So this still could, you could absolutely still sell a home in this market, you know, just a little bit tougher because they have less buyers. But it is, uh, it's finally slowing down just a little bit. Well, you know, and, and Anthony, you know, comparing it to like 2014, like you did, I, I think one thing I'd point out to people just at home is, is that it, this is a, a really goofy market. I mean, every slide we talk about, there's different metrics of different comparative years, whereas a lot of times when we've done the show in the past, you know, it was always tracking one particular year, a lot of cases. Right. So we're seeing different elements, you know, from different years playing a role here that, uh, make everything confusing, I think, for everybody that's involved here. Absolutely. Well, when we just have low inventory and low buyer demand, we've never been in that position before, yeah. right? I mean, I think the last time we've really truly been in a market like that was probably back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And since we're we're not in a market like that normally, we're this is in kind of new for us all to kind of pay absolutely, attention to. Absolutely. Take, take a look at this. This is active units of inventory, just like we talked about, right? But looking back, and we just don't have enough inventory out there available. We were obviously in the unicorn years in 21 and 22 at the yeah. beginning. There was no inventory. Things are slowly changing, but it's not like we have inventory piling up. Right? No, no. And you remember six months of inventory basically is a balanced market. And that, you know, this thing begins in 2010. And that's about when we were last in a balanced market. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us for the Colorado section today. I'm Anthony at Land Title. You can always reach me on my cell, 303. 968-9868 or amisner at ltgc.com. And I'm Jim Marion, realtor here at Coldwell Banker, 303-548-0243 or Jim at ourcolorhomes.com. And don't forget, this is our state uh, show and we also have one for the local market as well as the national market. Catch you next time. Take care.